And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I am Kevin, here alongside my sister, Mare Bear. What's up, Bear? What up, everybody? And this week, we are kicking off the final season of The Office. In a few short weeks, we will be done. Actually, not a few. What? Like I was going to say, we three have months. Like three months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, in three <laughs> months, we'll be done with The Office. And then, you know, April, we'll, May-ish, we'll be done. Yeah, something. <laughs> and we'll, uh, you know, sh- we'll share a little later down the road what we're going to do next. I'm very excited. Um, <laughs> but this week we are kicking off season nine with episode one, New Guys, and episode two, Roy's Wedding. Yeah. Now before we uh, start this week, Bear, let everybody know what we just covered last week. All right, guys. So last week we uh, wrapped up season eight with Turf War, where we find out that the Binghamton branch shut down. <laughs> we had a visit from a Syracuse ser- salesman, Harry Jerome. <laughs> and um, where's Lloyd Gross? <laughs> basically, they were battling for. The Binghamton clients. Yeah. Uh, Robert got high on coke and <laughs> shut it down to once he was partying. Uh, he partied too hard and closed Binghamton. Yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> family free family portrait studio. That's a mouthful. That one is. Um, yeah. That was our season eight closer. And basically, Dwight had a free family photo day. A photographer come in for everybody, all the warehouse workers, and uh, he was trying to get DNA off of. Angela's baby to see if he was the father or not. And E-Day was back. Yes. Hey-Day. 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 Hey-Day came back. With his penis drink. Yes. Him and Glenn lost all of their lotto winnings um, for an energy drink for Asian homosexuals that tastes like penis and coconut. Coconut penis. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Which we find out that Robert California is a huge fan Big fan. Um, Andy also... Oh, yeah. I forgot to... Talk about Robert California's shining performance and his monologue in Turf War, where basically he tells Andy, fuck off, I'm the Lizard King, you don't even know who the fuck I am. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then we find out David Wallace came back. Bought Dunder Mifflin. Mm -hmm. Andy is back as manager. Thank God. And Bob Kazimakis Kazimakis is uh, going to help. Undereducated gymnast in Eastern Europe. Europe. So California's gone. Wallace is in. Andy's manager again. And that starts off season nine. Oh, and Dwight and Angela are waiting for the results to see if Dwight is the father of her child. Yes. All right. Now, season nine. Episode one, guys. Opener. It's called New Guys. So our cold open, Aaron's really excited. Andy is returning. We find out that David Wallace sent Andy and his son... (laughs) On an outward bound wilderness adventure mm-hmm. to give Andy more confidence. And decisiveness. And decisiveness. Nellie is nervous. We see Dwight arrive. He says that um, he created a new, like, in power drink. Yeah, like a Gatorade. From Beat Runoff, which is just <laughs> like a highlighter blue. But he also found out that he was not the father of Angela's baby, sadly. And we see him vomit it up on her. Oh, God. It was so gross. <laughs> She's like covered in like blue juice. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, then we find out that Kevin Summer, he ran over a turtle, glued the shell back together horribly, um, crushed it again, and rebuilt it again, but the turtle was dead the whole time. There is like a little Easter egg, I think, in there. So when he, so the first time he glues the shell back together, it's the actual shell all like fucked up. Yeah. And then the second time he crushes it, there's like pieces that are filled in. And yeah. one of them, I believe, from the, what what's the Christmas episode, Yankee Swap? Uh-huh. When... Jim the gets shamrock the shamrock keychain key for Creed. Yes. yes, is part of the yes, turtle Yes, you're shot. right. Because yep. he couldn't find all the pieces. Well, he's not good at puzzles. So <laughs> he just took things from around the it's office. like kitchen magnets on yeah. his shit. <laughs> A bottle cap. Yeah, it's awesome. Ridiculous. Um, Pam and Jim are in an interview and they're like, there's not, really nothing much going on. Um, Jim's like, oh, she painted a mural in the kids' room. But then we find out that Jim's friend is actually creating a business from an idea that Jim had in college. Where it's like sports marketing, but the players are included. I don't know. He doesn't. He's like vague about it. Yeah. And um, then we find out through Toby that Kelly is gone. She moved to Miami University in Ohio with Ravi. Do you know who the most famous Miami of Ohio alum is? No. Ben Roethlisberger. Really? Yes. He went. Big he, Ben Rapisberger. God. That, I mean Roethlisberger. Oh God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Big Ben never never went to trial. He's fine. He's good. I love Ben. He's a great quarterback. But yeah, Miami of Ohio is a school out there. Also, I believe Jim Harbaugh. Who the fuck? John. Is that? Yeah. No, John Harbaugh, the coach of the Baltimore Ravens, went there, and he was roommates with Brian Pillman. 
professional wrestler. Oh. I know three people who went to the wow. University of Ohio, Miami, Miami of Ohio. Well, at least you knew where it was, because apparently <laughs> Kelly didn't. She, she thought did she was going to party with LeBron James S- and South, J-Lo. South Beach. Yeah. Um, and then Ryan also quit shortly after and moved to the Silicon Prairie <laughs> that is uh, Southern Ohio, apparently. So then um, Pam and Jim are getting done with their interview, and they're like, don't you guys have enough? Like, it's a paper company. Well, this is, like, off camera. Like, they're wrapping up. Yeah. They're taking their microphones off and shit. And the guy's like, well, we're really more following you at this point. And she's like, oh, yeah, in the beginning, you know, I guess we were dramatic, but two kids in work, nothing's going to happen to us for a long, long time. And Jim makes, like, a face like... Yeah, he's like, oh, fuck. Well, she's, like, bored with me? I don't... I didn't take it as that. I took it as, like, he's being sneaky. Is it? That's how I took it. Huh, okay. But anyway, so that's our cold open. So Mm -hmm. we caught up on most of the people's summers. Yep. Um, And then we are introduced to the new guys. New Jim and new Dwight. Um, Two young guys. Yeah, the one guy is The one dude is the nephew from Hot Tub Time Machine. Yes, he is. That's Dwight Jr. Yes. And then the other guy, Plop. um, (laughs) Pete and Clark. Yeah, he's like a guy who you look at quick and you're like, oh, he's a handsome guy. Then, like, as you, like, look at him more, you're like... He's, like, weaselly oh. features. Yeah, he's kind of generic, and yeah. like, he's, like, a, a four and a three. Yeah. A four point three. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> I don't know. Like, he's, he's, like, unremarkable. <laughs> yes, he's a very average dude. Yeah, yeah. He's like me. <laughs> but, uh, so everybody's like, oh, it's the new Jim and new Dwight. And Jim just, he's like, I just don't see it. I don't get it. <laughs> so Andy's back. He's acting all cool. Wearing a flannel shirt with this tie, God. by the way, because he did the outdoor thing. Because he's so fucking cool. <laughs> um, he's confused as to why Nelly is still there. And she's like, great, thanks. How are you? <laughs> um, so then Andy is calling the new guys. He's giving them new nicknames. So Clark is the Dwight Jr. And Pete is Jim Jr. Um, Pete, yeah, well, oh, now Pete is gotcha. Plop, and Clark is Fart, but they explain that they've been calling him Dwight Jr., and so Andy's cool with that. Mm-hmm. And now Dwight is like, he sees him as a son. Yeah, he stands next to him, he's like giving him noogies, he's yeah. like, oh, I do see it, because he didn't get the son he wanted, Aww. so he'll do this, he'll project. Womp womp. <laughs> So now Angela is putting her cat Comstock up for adoption, the one that wears long long denim jeans. <laughs> and um, the video they're playing with, like, the Sarah McLaughlin yes. and the senator is, like, playing with it. Oh, my God. And, and she's so like, awesome. he loves those pants. <laughs> as the cat's, like, getting away from him. <laughs> so, he's, like, in this wingback chair. It's so strange. <laughs> so it. strange. <laughs> so um, they're putting him up for adoption. She tries to get Oscar... Oh. Hold on. We got to go back to when the two guys walk in and meet Andy, the two new guys. Because there is a line that is the, uh, the line oh, of this episode when Meredith says, Hey, new Jim, sit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I had to go back to that because that was fucking hilarious. I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Angela's trying to get rid of this cat. And she go, she tries to get Oscar to take it. And he's like, I'm more of a dog person. She goes, you know, if you pray hard enough, you could become a cat person. And Oscar goes, those guys always turn back, Angela. <laughs> you know he went to one of those camps. <laughs> so now Andy is asking Toby why Nellie is still there. And Toby explains that they need cause, which is not true in Pennsylvania. Not true in Pennsylvania. We are an at-will state, people. They did not do their homework on the... Not the, in the least. They the just occupational needed to keep, law. <laughs> they just needed to keep Nellie there. And yeah. they were just like, oh... Well, uh, in L.A., we need cause. Not in P.A., motherfuckers. We are cutthroat. That's right. Right I mean, we always give cause because we don't want to pay out unemployment, but... (laughs) We? Well, okay. I like how you put that. Sorry. Me and my massive podcasting corporation. (laughs) When I was a manager at a corporation, I'm I'm still with the corporation, but I'm not a manager anymore, but they would always... Oh, demoted, huh? No, uh, promoted. (laughs) I just don't have anybody reporting to me, so I actually have a calm, relaxing A lot of freedom. A lot of freedom. Yeah. But um, HR would always push us to have cause so that they wouldn't need to pay out unemployment, essentially. Amazing. Right? Corporate America, everybody. Mm-hmm. So now... Um, oh, and that's when like Andy, Andy's just like, well, pretend you didn't hear me say it. I have a mind like a steel trap. Uh, I went to the, the memory academy and I yeah. sat next to a woman named Brooke and she had a Greek salad for lunch. See what I mean? And that's when Andy says, now I know why Michael hated you so much. <laughs> and my favorite is Andy just goes, Andy. <laughs> He's like, so hurt. Toby's like, man. It's <laughs> awesome. Aww. So now um, Dwight approaches Clark in the break room and he's like trying to bond with him. Slayer he tickets. Offers him, he's like, I have tickets for Slayer in 10 months. As someone who has seen Slayer live twice and I enjoyed them both, 
times immeasurably. Were I there would, Dwight's there? No, there were no Dwight. Like, everybody there was very hard-looking. We'll put it that way. People who lived a hard life or were ready for a hard life. Like, it was... Our cousin went with me the one time. I'll never forget. It was a great time. But, um, yeah, Slayer is awesome. Do You you don't listen to Slayer much, um, do you? I've dabbled, but I've not... I'm I was say, not you grew like up a... in the same house with me, but yeah. we didn't listen. She was more like... Hold on, I'm going to get the song. I'm going to get it. I want you back. Burn, burn, burn. Oh, you mean I was into NSYNC when I was eight? Yeah, yeah you're you right, are. Kevin. Well... That's when that's when I started getting into like Slayer and stuff because I'm older. You're eleven, yeah. You were eleven at okay, the time. Okay, well, that's probably the first time that eleven. That's probably around the time Garaging came out by Metallica, and I heard the song "So yeah. What," which drops a lot of words that eleven-year-old me was like, "Hey, Dad!" And I'm sure eight-year-old me wasn't allowed to. <laughs> Dad, what's a schoolgirl's twat? Oh my god! <laughs> Things like that. I can only imagine what his response to that was. Oh, Dad, yep. our father. He's yep. definitely a poetic soul. <laughs> Gone. But anyway, yeah, Slayer anyway, Ticks, man. Anyway, that's a tangent. Slayer Ticks. Um, no, I got into uh, The Rock a little bit later, because obviously I'm a little bit younger than you. Well, okay, so you well, we got to, into the same type. You, you hated Backstreet Boys. Yes. How were you on, like, um, 98 Degrees? Uh, like, gen- Like, Nick neutral? Lachey? You, oh, you didn't, like, hate them? No. Because, like, you hated the Backstreet Boys, because they weren't in sync. They were, like, obviously. competition. How about, like... But 98 Degrees wasn't even on NSYNC's level. What bro. about... What about... Uh, you plus me equals together. us. Yeah. I love together. With Chris Farley's brother. <laughs> yes. Shit was awesome. It was. And I'm trying to think of like all the boy bands. Like, it was O-Town. O-Town had yeah. Liquid Dreams. Yes. There was He Yo, Loves that Me. Was he Loves Me. That was such a sexual song. Like listening it? to it now. Well, Liquid, I kind of have ideas. Oh my God. It's like a completely like sexual song and like eight year olds were singing it. It was ridiculous. Well, that, well what was his name? Lou Pearlman? The, the mastermind <laughs> yes. behind all this? And didn't he go to jail for... Oh, I don't know. I think it was tax evasion. Oh, was it? Okay. Well, I'm glad I, I didn't say what was, I was about to. Yeah, I don't think he was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, was just yeah. It He wasn't like uh, no. the Jesus from the dude. But that, that was horrible for me though. Like growing up in this house, because like our youngest brother or middle brother, we'll say mm-hmm. he was like you know, five years he younger was a, than you. Yeah, he's like a baby. Yeah, well, not baby, baby, but he's just like eh, I'm like five. He was five. six when yeah. you were eleven. Yeah, but then like you know, you and our sister were like in sync all the time, and mm-hmm. I was like always outnumbered because he's just like. I want to play with monster trucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, I had to listen to Gotta Giddy Up and all that shit. <laughs> and Bye 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 and all bye, that shit. Bye Bye. What's the one that was like, It's Friday night and, and I, I judge us. They got, a got paid. I know it. Money, money, money. Yeah, money. Oh. And now like Joey Fatone's famous for yeah. being an impractical joker accomplice. <laughs> and he's all, I think he was also the voice of Family Feud, right? I'm Joey Fatone. Oh, Here's probably. Steve Harvey. He's like, voiceover guy. He's oh my like, God. Who's... <laughs> well, you, Kevin always used to make fun of us saying like, oh, which one of you like Joey Fat One? Fat One, yeah. Well, I always had, like, I didn't hate Although him. Although our sister's favorite was Lance Bass. That was which... a hard one to swallow. Yeah, yeah. Definitely later on. <laughs> she didn't, I don't think she like a a J.C. Chezze's fan. Chezze. Chezze fan. I was a J.C. Chezze's fan. Chezze. Chezze fan. Nobody, none of you like J- JT. No, that was our, um... Did our cousin like our him? cousins? Really? Yeah, we were all only able to pick one. But none of you settled for Chris Kirkpatrick, right? Did oh anybody... no, wait, that was that was our, our oh really? Cousins. Yeah, no way. It's connecting dots right now. Yes, um, remember he had that dumb road dog Jesse James hair. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you off air who. who I, I, no, was. Oh yeah, like I need to know. Please, I, I... <laughs> just mouth it. Yep. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, um. Back to the episode, guys. As you can tell, we were really I love entertained music. by I this I love one. music, okay? <laughs> Maybe that'll be our next podcast Nobody idea. wants to hear that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Clark dips on Slayer, saying like, oh, I'm busy that night, even <laughs> though no date was ever given. And then he basically is just like, oh, I love Dwight. Are you a root man or a fruit man? Yeah, let's talk about farming. And he's like, is that a gay thing? Like, cause it's totally cool, but I'm into ladies. <laughs> That's such a root man thing to say. <laughs> Dwight's like, oh, yeah. And then Clark makes a play for his sales. Yeah. Like getting like, hot leads from Dwight. Yeah. And, yeah. and Dwight, of course, gets immediately paranoid and is like, fuck you, you'll never be in sales. <laughs> so then, of course, like, Jim is fucking with him saying like, oh, yeah, the sales meeting that Clark and uh, Pete called that you weren't included on. <laughs> so yeah, Dwight's paranoia grows. Yeah. So now we see Angela announcing to the office about the adoption of Comstock, 
and that she wants an independently wealthy, cute couple who cares about education, black or white. She's fine with either, but not both. And Stanley is just like, what the fuck? And then she says to Pam, you're still in the running, but you need to wow me. And Pam's like, what? I don't want a denim-wearing cat. So now Andy is talking to Nellie, and he's basically telling her that He's going to be a big bitch and make her miserable. Yeah, make her life Because he can't fire her, so he's just going to make her miserable. Yep. So now we're outside, and there's a slack line. Andy brought his outward bound or whatever, like, guides. Counselors, yeah. Yeah. Um, Rafe and Feather. <laughs> God damn it. It's all about the nicknames. Uh, and um, so Jim is asking Pete while they're standing there, like, oh, are you into sports? Oh, this is the worst thing, because I know I do this. This is my thing, like, if I'm... A- when, like you're dragged someplace with a girlfriend and there's guys there but you don't know them so you're just like you watch baseball yeah you're, you're, you're like oh, what's your football team and oh my god there's so many times when I've gone out with people and like you're just trying to make conversation and I'm just like oh you you, you uh, into college football no oh. that would be my husband yeah well yeah you're <laughs> <laughs> Scotty's different breed. Yeah. But no, but the worst ones are the ones you're He'd like, be like, no, I like fishing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bassmasters. All right. Like, I could bullshit that. Yeah. Kevin Van Dam. All right. But, like, the, there's the ones who, you're like, you're talking to, and you're like, oh, you like sports? Oh, God, I love the MLS. Like, fucking soccer? Oh. Soccer? That's not a sport. I hate oh, soccer. Oh, we are about to get some backlash. Soccer sucks, all right? It's boring as fuck. I was stuck at a lake house last summer during the fucking World Cup where everybody was glued to the TV watching fucking Ronaldo or some fucking Messi. I don't fucking Rinaldi? know. But I'm just watching guys kick a ball and run up and down a field. No scoring. Just flailing around the French team. Cardio. Just, oh, I don't give a shit. It... I do cardio, but guess what? I don't make people watch me do it. I don't go to the gym and give out tickets. Hey, ladies, you want to watch me run? Oh, my God. It's the gun show, not the running show. That's right. It's all. It's an upper body business at the gym. <laughs> but I just... Oh, that's a real thing. Like, what Jim is doing here, trying yeah. to, like, feel out the water. Oh, really? Like, is there something we can talk about? Yeah. yeah. So, Pete's response to, is he a fan of sports? He goes, yeah, boxing, tennis. And then... <laughs> it's, like, the worst sport. Right? And then he goes, uh, what about team sports? He goes, oh, yeah, NASCAR, the amazing race. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, but you like the Phillies, right? You like horses? Yeah, that's such a great line. <laughs> he goes, no, baseball. And he goes, oh, I'm from Vermont, so, you know, I like the Red Sox. Oh, Pete is automatically on the shit list of characters And right so now. Jim's just like, nope, I tried. There's nothing there. <laughs> So, so many times I've had to do that. Oh. So now Andy um, makes Nellie go on the rope, and he literally like it's just, like a rope that's like three feet off the ground. Yeah, if with that. the pad, they have padding underneath, underneath it. it. It's just like a cable that they tight rope yeah. on. Yeah, and uh, so he makes <clears> her go on. She's self conscious about her feet, so she keeps her heels on. He helps her get up, and then pushes he her just off. Shoves her face. First. He's just like, oh, Toby, or oh, Nellie sucks. Sorry. She pulled a Toby. I think. Yeah, like, and then Toby's just on the side like, with his arms crossed, like. You really doing this, huh? Well, no, because uh, I think he goes, "Don't be a Toby, or else it's going to be a real Nelly." <laughs> like calling them both lame, <laughs> and then they all applaud, and Nelly starts clapping, and Toby puts her yeah, hands like, down, like, "Don't, don't clap for him." I know his game. <laughs> <laughs> so now um, he goes, "Daryl, what about you?" And one of my favorite Daryl lines. <laughs> this is one of my favorite Daryl lines because it's, it's dripping with truth. Seems like the kind of thing white people with dreadlocks would do. <laughs> It's so true. Yep, yep. Let's go on a nature retreat. Yeah, totally. And they listen to Sublime and Dave Matthews. Those fucking people. So now uh, Dwight Jr. goes, and he actually does really great. He says that he has huge inner ears, so anything regarding balance he's great at. And Dwight is unimpressed, and he goes, and he literally falls so much. We get a, a montage, montage, yeah. Of him, like, literally bouncing off of the slack line. Crotching himself. Yeah. and He's he, just bumping he all around. He starts bleeding from his mouth. Well, it's like he bit through his tongue because he's yeah. like, nah, 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 he can't And talk. then Toby ends it. He's like, no, nah, I'm calling this off. Everybody go back to work. It's a bloodbath. He's like Mills Lane. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a bloodbath. It's called it off. <laughs> so now uh, Dwight is in the warehouse and he's taking the tires off of the bike wheels. He's building something. He takes like the fucking Legs stand. off a yeah. folding table. It's yeah. ridiculous. And then uh, Pam walks by like, so we saw this when Jim was trying to escape from... Robert California. Oh, the ladder. And Mrs. California, yeah, yeah, the ladder to the roof. And she sees this, like, cable. She goes over and she goes, and she's like, Dwight, like, immediately Mm -hmm. knows it's Dwight. And he pops his head and he goes, oh, Pam, come on up, I'm up here. (laughs) 
So after that, we see Angela is a do- or, I'm sorry, interviewing Plop for Comstock. That's exactly what I wrote. <laughs> Angela with Plop. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she's like, why do you want this cat? And he goes, well, I really don't, but you asked me to interview. So she goes, what are your ambitions in life? And he says that he wants to start his own business, be a millionaire, travel, see the world, make changes, earn his MBA at night. And she's like, have you made any concrete steps towards that goal? And he, he says that he's just getting used to the job. So now Jim overhears this and he's like, huh, good luck with that one, Plop. Don't get, you're going to be stuck here forever. And mm-hmm. he goes, maybe Plop is the new Jim. The self-awareness comes over. Oof. It's a rough one. Not That's really a rough subtle. One. No. <laughs> um, so then Dwight is trying to convince Pam to be his counterweight. Mm-hmm. So he's going to ride this bicycle okay. across this so, tight wire to a telephone pole. Yeah, it's on the roof, going across. But the way he has, so the legs of the table are under the bike. That's where mm-hmm. Pam will sit as a sit. counterweight. Yeah. yeah. She's going to sit going 40 feet over the ground <laughs> on God. this thing. Insane. And she's like, no, Dwight. And he's like, this will be the most exciting thing to happen in your boring life ever. Again, not very subtle. No, <laughs> but she's like, I like my life exactly how it is, Dwight. There's nothing you can do to make me want to change it. Mm-hmm. So now Pete and Angela, um, they're still talking. And he's asking, why are they giving the baby, or the baby, the cat <laughs> up? And he sa- she says, well, the baby is allergic to Comstock. And um, that he is the senator's favorite cat. And he is heartbroken over it. And so that's when Oscar decides he'll take Comstock. It's the only time she's seen him cry aside from their wedding night. Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) So then um, she's like, oh, the senator's going to be so upset he won't be able to say goodbye. He has a business dinner tonight. So then we see Oscar (laughs) in the stairwell on the phone. He goes, guess what? Uh, I have a surprise for you. You're going to see your old buddy Comstock when you come over for dinner tonight. (laughs) Woof. Woof. Awesome. So now everybody's leaving for the night, and Jim tells Pam that he just has to make a quick call, and he'll be right down. So um, we see Dwight now attaching a printer to be his counterweight since Pam said no. Oh, and she also made a joke like, he goes, oh, we're about the same weight. And she goes, if you're 105 pounds. And she looks at the camera, yeah. wink. Yeah. Love Val. Hey. <laughs> um, so then we see Jim, like, go to call his friend. And then he hangs up, picks up his stuff, walks back. Like, he's very nervous. As, as this is happening, Dw- like, Dwight, the way they film yeah. it, Dwight puts the copier on the bike and he exhales. We see Jim sitting down. He exhales and makes the call. Mm-hmm. Like, they're filmed in tandem. Like, yeah. the two of them are obviously... Nervous and anxious. And they're both trying to prove something. Mm -hmm. Dwight is trying to prove that he's better than young Dwight, who could walk on the tightrope and he couldn't. And Jim's trying to not be like young Pete. He doesn't want to make the mistake. He wants to change it and not get stuck there and all that shit. So, like, the two young guys are, like, mirror image. Like, Dwight and Jim are each acting out in a certain way. Because because of the young guys are like reminders of what they were. Yeah, (laughs) essentially. Young and like vital. (laughs) Yeah. So now, um, after Jim, or I'm sorry, Dwight announces to everybody as they're leaving. (laughs) It's a Jimmy Hart megaphone. Like, yeah, baby! (laughs) (laughs) He's like, this is what a real salesman looks like, Clark. (laughs) And he poses. He does. He He like does the macho man, like, or the Scott Steiner. Scott Steiner, and he punches his gut out. That's so awesome. (laughs) So now, um, as Dwight starts... Going across this tight wire, we see Jim, he calls his friend, he tells him, don't talk to the other guy, I'm in all the way. And then he walks away and he goes, yes! And then we see Dwight (laughs) pedaling across and the bike goes Like halfway across, he just like, he just goes over. Yeah, (laughs) he goes upside down. The fucking printer paper starts going everywhere. (laughs) He's hanging on just like... By the handlebars. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh my god, what the fuck? This, and then I love talking head. Creed's talking head. He goes, there was a circus in the parking lot today. There was a printer that did tricks on a high wire. A uh, lady tried to give away a cat that looked like a baby. Or, I'm sorry, a baby that looked like a cat. Um, Dwight and Jim, there were Dwight and Jim impersonators. <laughs> There's a strong man that crushed a turtle. Not bad for a day at a dog food company. <laughs> I, la- I laughed and cried. <laughs> And he's eating popcorn as the firemen take Dwight yeah, down off the, the high wire. <laughs> so awesome. So now um, our closing scene is Nellie getting cans and garbage thrown at her because Andy placed the garbage in recycling bins 
literally around, around her desk. Yeah. And everybody just <clears throat> keeps throwing their stuff at her. And they're like, sorry. And then she's like, just get up and put it in the bins, everybody. It's not that hard. And then you see, like, a literal, like, lunch. Like, french fries <laughs> fall onto her fucking keyboard. And Stanley just goes, swish. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy says, uh, revenge and recycling. Yeah. Or what he cares about. What did you give this one, dude? 3.7. Wow. I liked I, it. I gave it a, a 3.0. Really? Uh, what yeah. didn't you like? Because Andy wasn't really a focal point on this one. I know. Neither was Aaron. It, like, And Kelly and Ryan weren't there. I'm thinking of all the negative characters who weren't around. I know. I I said it was solid. Like, it introduced new characters. It explained the exits and the direction that the rest are moving in. But it wasn't like, oh, this is really funny. For me, this was just like, we have to show whatever, like, what direction everybody's moving in. Well, they... Like I said before, it was not subtle with the Jim Pam thing. Yeah. From the opening talking head to Jim's glances and talking heads. Yeah. To, like, him calling and Dwight doing... Like, it's obvious what direction they picked to go with Jim and Pam. They went yeah. with the... <laughs> they've only been married, what, two years? But they're going... Yeah, because... More like, than that. Cause season six. Oh, yeah, I forgot they were pregnant when CC. She was five months pregnant when they got married. Yeah, so it's been two years. And, like, they're... <laughs> This is something that usually happens in marriages, like seven, eight, nine, ten years, maybe. And like they're like speeding it up, I think, because they know the show's life yeah. isn't going to be long. So they're doing this whole thing where they're like, "Oh, we're stagnant," and like they got to change things up, or or they're not happy with their work, or well, not so much Pam. Pam seems at peace with everything. Yeah, because she even says to Dwight, because like that's another thing. Dwight's like, "Oh, you're boring life." Like mm-hmm. that's what like just hit me over the head with the plot, you know, and. um like, obviously, Pam's, like, okay. Like, not to say she's settled, but she's settling in. Well, she's where, happy with where her life is yeah, now. Yeah, and Jim's, like, well, I can do better than that. Like, he wants yeah. to do better for her in the family. Yeah. And that's pretty much where they're going. You can obviously tell that's where they're going this season with them. Yeah. Uh, Dwight having, like, a... He's not a dad. The son... The, the surrogate son he thought he would have turned on him. And yeah. And s- tried to steal his customers. So, like, he's lashing out. Just he doesn't know what to do with himself. Uh, it's all right. Whatever. I don't know what you can do with that. Yeah. And then the Andy Aaron thing, like, okay, Andy hates Nelly. Yeah. Why did he fucking hire her? Like, well, that's. I mean, it, it was just kind of like, like I said, it was. There they wanted funny... this woman on the show for some reason. I don't understand. It. I don't know. Why. She adds nothing, and I know this is going to be one of those things. The hipsters in a few years, are like, yo, Nelly was like really good. No, she isn't. I'm sorry. She really wasn't. No. It's been a few years. She really wasn't. No. Um, I just. Uh, there were funny parts in this episode. The turtle? But, yeah. Creed's closing yeah. monologue. But there wasn't anything that I was like, oh, this is great. It deserves a No, none of it was ha-ha funny. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was... It, we needed to see what direction they were going in. Hey, new Jim, sit on and my face. And they did well. Yeah. I don't know. I think the the the, the line... The, what's it called? The slack, slack line. line. I thought that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Toby getting shit on is funny. Like... I don't know. Uh, Andy. I guess I liked it for... I don't know why. I, I did give no, it a 3.7. Hey, that's your gut reaction, man. Keep yeah. it. I watched it twice, so I'm okay. Yeah. I'll stand by it. Yeah. But um, that'll bring us up to episode two of season nine, Roy's Wedding. But, but before first, that, why don't I'm you gonna, tell everybody where we are, Mary? <laughs> I am going to tell everybody. You can find us on Twitter at Podcast. Or via long-form email feedback at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. As you can tell, Kevin and I love doing our... Uh, our mid-show yeah. break here. We fight over it constantly. <laughs> you can also find us each and every Monday on any podcasting app that you use, whether that be Google, Apple uh, Apple iTunes Podcast, <laughs> uh, Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, wherever you can find us. And you can also find us each and every Monday on the Ginny Position Podcast feed, where not only will you find us, but you'll find other great shows such as Geek and Sassy, Talk and Pop, Freak Out Driving, and more. Mm-hmm. Now that brings us up to this episode, Roy's Wedding. The cold open is, um, the, the office is covered in garbage. It looks it's like... It's disgusting. It, to, to steal a line from uh, Dwight, it looks like a barrio. <laughs> no, but it's just like there's garbage piled up is all around. Is this one where the puppets live in the barrio? <laughs> and basically, um, the janitor went on vacation for like a month, and Dwight didn't hire anybody else to clean up. Mm-hmm. So ga- garbage is just piling up all around or whatever. And Pam, as the office administrator, thought of a fun thing to do. And create a chore wheel. But then when she presents it to everybody, everybody wants it to spin. She's like, no, we just turn it one 
one, one job notch every yeah. day so nobody does the same job all the time and <laughs> she's like everybody wants it to spin and also there's like <clears throat> 20 jobs on this thing oh there's like, tons and like jim's like eh, it's more fun if you spin it yeah so they did this they do the spinning thing and it's kevin's on mug duty he's like Mug duty? Where are the prizes? Yeah. So then it became, like, Pam went in. She actually made a wheel where prizes. Win $10. Creed's Choice is one of them. <laughs> Stanley Eats Your Lunch. Manager like, for a day. Manager for, or no, for an, or an hour. hour. An hour. It's like all this shit. But if you hit the tiny wheel, she has a little tiny wheel that you, that's actually the chore wheel. <laughs> so Meredith had to go clean the toilets. But, but they don't even mind. Because it's so much fun. <laughs> so that, is, that was a good one. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Uh, Pam and Jim are headed to Roy's wedding at 8 a.m. on a Wednesday morning. Um, it's at his house, allegedly. Mm-hmm. And Pam's eating a banana because she thinks he's going to have hot dogs there because that's what he wanted at their wedding. He, she planned a wedding with him. He wanted hot dogs. Pete and little Dwight arrive, and they like talk to Erin. They find a Newsweek on her desk, and Clark's like, Oh, you... Uh, You're well-informed. You, you, you like, like the, the news. The news, you know, whatever. And they go. He's so slimy. He really is. Uh, Nellie is launching a charity, charity initiative. That's her special Operation Give Back special project. Well, and Andy and Andy has shot down every other one, so he can't do it for this one because yeah. it's charity. Yeah, and so that's her big thing. Is that was it? They got four thousand yeah. dollars in a fund to go to each other's charities or something. Uh, we go to Roy's wedding, which is at his house, mm-hmm. and we see Daryl and Val are there. Well, first we see a waiter with mimosas on a tray. Yeah, he meets Jim and Pam in the driveway. He's like, can I take your peel? And she, like, <laughs> eats the rest of it. She shoves her banana in her mouth and, like, puts it on, like, the tray. Mm-hmm. Takes her mimosa. And, like, they're like, oh, this is a nice house. Which, I mean, if I'm being completely honest, maybe it's just right now, but I wouldn't mind a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. A ballpark Frank with some, oh, my God, spicy brown mustard. Holy shit. Ketchup. And we had like a good dinner tonight too. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but um so as they're walking in, Jim's phone rings and Pam's like, Who's that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, it's my ex fiance. <laughs> they laughed. Uh, so Jim does a talking head where he said he started a new business with his friend, but Pam doesn't know because she shot it down, but he's still going through with it. Don't um, lie. Back in the office, Nellie's trying to get everybody's uh charities. Stanley's doing the Diabetes. American Diabetes yeah. Association. And Creed wants to build gnomes with Jimmy Carter. <laughs> and then um, Dwight picks a charity, and they're like, oh, good, Dwight. He goes, it was backed by the, t- it's a front for the Taliban. Oh, so, my God. He's like, congratulations, you're going to support them. I, did you get Creed's yes. talking? Yes, Creed's talking head he's like, Taliban, they're bad people. Great heroin. <laughs> Which actually They're the is, worst. That's Great a, heroin, though. It's a big deal in Afghanistan. They have like the... Was it poppies or something? What are they? Oh, fuck. There's a... Whatever. Poppies, opium. I think, are cocaine. Opium. I don't know. Now I'm, like, all confused now. I don't uh, know. Anyway. But they have whatever is needed to create yeah, heroin, Yeah, great heroin. <laughs> Afghanistan. So uh, Jim goes up to Roy at the wedding. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, this is a great house. How you doing? And Roy's just like, oh, help her. Like, he's really, like, kind. Yeah. He's like, yo, th- if it... If no, it wasn't Jim, for you, yeah. I wouldn't have uh, met Laura. Yeah. Dodged a bullet with that yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> says that. And, like, Jim's just like, oh, well, thanks for inviting us or whatever. And then... Oh, one of my favorite side characters on the show. Kenny, Roy's brother, steps in and goes, You don't have to waste time on this haircut. He's, he's got a $50,000 sports car. <laughs> and Jim's just like, Oh, all right. All right. right. Hey, Kenny. We haven't seen him since he smashed the bar. <laughs> uh, so Dwight Jr. and Plop um, are in the break room. And Dwight Jr. is pretending to take a phone call. And Aaron's in there. And they he like basically says to Aaron... Oh, would you like to audition for the like a, a newscaster, newscaster position? Like I'm on my friend, I'm on the phone with my friend. He's a really good news producer, you know, and he's looking for talent. And like this this whole thing where he's like, come over tonight, and like you know maybe you can do an audition. We'll you know wear something nice, something low cut. I'll get the camera out. He's being very skeevy. Yeah, but Aaron's dumb, and plop yep. the whole time is uncomfortable. Where I think he even does a. Uh, Clark, I'm not friends with Clark. Yeah, he doesn't talk to me. that sits next to me at work. My real friends are Scott, somebody, and Glenn somebody. and Steve. Yeah, you don't, you don't know, know them. them. <laughs> so Roy does a toast at the wedding, and he's like, you know, he's nice. He's well-dressed. He's got the beard. Like, he looks good. And yeah. he goes, I got a surprise for you, baby. And he goes to a piano. And Jim's like, Roy plays the piano? Piano's like, no. No. And then he sits down. He goes, remember when I told you I was taking boxing lessons? I was actually getting piano lessons. And he starts playing probably a top five Billy Joel song. She's got a way better. She's got a way 
everything about her. I love yeah. that song. That's you know my favorite Billy Joel song is Vienna. Personally, although it's a good one. Oh, and you know what? No, we've done this before. We need to get through this episode. I got so much to say about (laughs) Billy Joel. He's so great. Um, But he starts singing this song for her, and everybody is like gobsmacked. Like, Jim and Pam are just like, the fuck? And then we see Phyllis. (laughs) I don't know what Phyllis and Bob are there. Yeah, because... They're the only other ones in the office who are invited. Okay, so that confused me. So I understood Daryl Maybe because he worked in the office because the warehouse with Vance Refrigeration. Well, he worked in... He, he was going to work for Vance Refrigeration when Dunder Mifflin was getting bought out. But he never actually worked for Vance Refrigeration. But they're there making out, eating face. No. Bob is on Phyllis like a, like a monkey on a cupcake. That's, a, that's relationship goals. If there's any relationship in the office that you want, it's that one. It's awesome. It's amazing. So then we get an awkward drive where Jim and Pam is just like, do we know everything about each other? Do we not surprise each other anymore? Yeah. And it's like really weird. She's like, tell me something about you I don't know. And Jim stalls. And then it goes to commercial. We come back. He's in the office, in the kitchen. And what's he? He says something. What is it? Oh, the lottery. Okay. He does the thing where he's like, oh, we got the lottery numbers from a week earlier and we taped it. And then we showed it to my brother or whatever. Or was they it? did it to him. They did it to him. So... I just finished a series called Happy Endings, and this was actually a cold open to one of their episodes. Really? And that show ran from 2011 to 2013. I don't know if they this ripped is it. 2012. I don't. I don't know if they ripped it off or not, because like I forget what season it was in. They did this where they got the lottery from a week be- or from the yeah week before. Yeah. They videotaped it. They gave him a fake ticket oh with the numbers God. on it, and he freaks out. But like I'm like, do they do they steal that gag? Which Maybe. which show stole that gag first? I don't know. This is 20. Well, yeah, this is 2012. 2012 late 2012 or 2013. This is late 2012. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, only so, because uh the car inspection was 612 in uh when Dwight was like hit the NOS. Uh, they f- well yeah, they wait, really? And that was season 8, yeah. Hmm, okay. I so, watched it twice today. It was 612. <laughs> so, Nellie gets a contract and takes it to Dwight that from now on they live by Taliban law in the mm-hmm. office. But she used like Comic oh, Sans. Yeah, like a bizarre font. Joker. So font. Jim uh, uh, Dwight's just like, she's not real. She's like, she doesn't have a she plan. She used a silly font. She's not serious. And then she does a talking head where she's like, nobody takes you seriously if you have a silly font. Like, that's her <laughs> whole thing. So she steals Dwight's pen. And he runs back to get it from her. And she's like, oh, there's been a theft. You have to cut off my hand by mm-hmm. Taliban law. And it's like, Dwight's kind of like, oh, what? All right, I can. You know? So Aaron tells Andy, wait. Uh. I just said Aaron tells Andy he's an idiot. <laughs> oh, about Oh, Clark. that's right. Okay, Aaron. Okay, I missed uh, I, a comma. So Aaron tells. Say- yeah, Aaron's telling Andy that Clark wants to videotape her and do the audition in that. And then Andy bursts into the back, and Pete's like, "Oh, he's gonna fight Dwight Jr." What's Can it? I just tell you my notes? Is Andy's a literal fucking moron? <laughs> right and crystal clear, black and white. Right. <laughs> but I understand. I understood as soon as you said Aaron tells Andy he's an idiot. Yeah. I was like, I know what part you're talking about, though. I can help. <laughs> so he goes back, and like Pete thinks he's gonna confront Dwight mm-hmm. Jr. for being a skis, and basically Andy's like, "Well, this is great. Like, what does she need? Like, here's my credit card. Take her out and get her." Clothing. Get some clothes. So basically, Dwight Jr. turns to uh, Plop, and he's just like, oh, I get to, guess I get to go take Aaron out for some sexy clothes when the boss is dime. And he disappears, you know. Ugh. So, the... <laughs> okay. Yes. So they're in, the, they're in the break room now. It's Jim and Pam. And Oscar, Angela, Kevin, oh. and Toby are there. Yes. And they're asking that, like... Because Pam wants it's to prove like that they the don't know not, everything. It's not so newlywed game, yeah, I think they called it. basically. So they're asking them questions, like Pam's first celebrity crush or whatever. And, like, Toby answers it before He Jim whispers does. it. Yeah. John Stamos. John Stamos. And then, like, jo- Jim knows it. And, and Kevin, like, Kevin in the background going, what's the weirdest place you made whoopee? Yes. And Angela keeps getting offended. Like, but I love that, she, like, as Pam's about to be like, but he was quickly dethroned. Bye. And then Toby goes, Johnny Depp. And everybody, she's like, Johnny Depp. And everybody stares at him and goes, well, I was having a separate conversation with Kevin. Kevin. And he just goes, Johnny Depp. And Kevin just goes, oh yeah, George Clooney. (laughs) Like like it was a real conversation. (laughs) It's so awesome. But I can't tell if Toby like just knows Pam that well. He does. He's a stalker. Or if he's a legit stalker. So 
Who was your first celebrity crush? Do you remember? Oh, God. I can tell you my first. Probably J.C. Chazay. Oh, really? Chazay? Yeah. You don't even know his name. J.C., the guy with the Caesar haircut. I used to be able to. No, mine was uh, Kimberly, the pink Power Ranger. Well, Amy Jo Johnson. Yeah, that's right. She just turned 50. The queen of Angel Grove. Yeah. She was the best. Um, She was a cute. She did turn 50, and she looks great. Yes, she does. I mean, that was was total reality check for me. It was just like, oh, shit. She's 50. Shoot. (laughs) She's also uh, less than a decade younger than our mother let that just settle in thanks for ruining that (laughs) thanks a lot so uh jim gets a a call and he leaves and then we see pam get suspicious like maybe there is something jim's not telling me Hmm. uh daryl who's now wearing a suit tells us that he is andy's consigliere (laughs) and he he goes andy thinks i'm i'm just into the godfather because i'm black no i'm into the godfather because i'm a cinephile I'm into Scarface because I'm black. <laughs> but my favorite is they take that ending scene from The Godfather yes. when they shut the door and Aaron's on the other end just like beaming like smiling. smiling. Total opposite. <laughs> but it's absolutely hilarious. Um, but but Daryl calls a meeting yeah, they call for a meeting. Andy yeah. to talk about Aaron's body. Yes. And that's when they start like Andy announces she's getting a Inter- like interview a, or yeah, a, like a, an audition. Yeah. Like, uh, she's doing a a tape yeah. audition. And everybody's like, wait, why are we talking about her body? What, like, what are her credentials? What are her qualifications? But, like, But then Angela goes, have you done the pageant circuit? Yeah. <laughs> and Oscar's just like, you don't need to be beautiful. Look at Ro- uh, Walter, Walter Cronkite. Cronkite. To which Meredith is like, oh yeah, I'd take that mustache ride. Jesus Christ. Two episodes in a row about riding somebody's face. Well, somebody oh, no, riding just, hers yeah. and then she would ride <laughs> theirs. So awful. Jesus. Um, we see Dwight and Nellie in the break room still, and she pulls out a chopping block and a cleaver. <laughs> to which Dwight says, like... We need to sharpen that. I need to sharpen this. And she's like, all right, I have to make a few calls and I'll be right back. Well, he goes, do all the two-handed activities that you do now, like cutting or tossing a salad. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, what the... That's... Why? <laughs> so, Aaron is now reading news items for Air, uh, Andy and Daryl about Hamid, Hamid Karzai and shopping and, and shit. Kia Sonatas. And, like... It's just Andy's telling her to pause or whatever. It's just whatever. Um, I'm not even going to lie, guys. The second time I watched these episodes... I just, like, tuned out the first time. I was just like, fuck it. Oh, the second time I legitimately fast-forwarded it on Netflix. <laughs> You're just done? Yeah, I was like, I'm not even going to waste my 20 seconds waiting for her to it's, fucking It's pause. not even worth it seeing Daryl in, like, a suit and tie. No. <laughs> but um, now we see Pam. She tries to lie to Jim. And comes up with the story that a guy from high school hit on her at the mall. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want to tell him. That's something that he doesn't know. And he's just like, you're lying. You made that up. And she's like, yeah. You would have told me as soon as it happened. He knows her. Uh, Which is not a bad thing. No. That's good. That's a, yeah. an attentive male. Yeah. <laughs> woman. So um, Dwight continues to stall from cutting off Nellie's hand. He's just like raising the cleaver, bringing it down, like doing practice mm-hmm. swings, essentially. So... Plop goes to Andy and Aaron. Mm-hmm. And how, how exactly does He's he put like, this? He's like, you know, I was just thinking, like, Aaron's going for this newscaster interview, but they don't really go based off, like, how well she can read. Mm-hmm. It's the... Um, the rapport. Can, rapport yeah, between rapport the two. between the anchors. Yeah. So who knows, like... He, Clark could do it, but he's already working camera. She needs somebody who has she has chemistry with to yeah. do it. And Andy's like, oh. Mm-hmm. So we see Daryl go into the break room. He puts on his laptop and he plays 127 hours for Nellie and Dwight, which is the movie where James, James Franco, Franco cuts off his leg right? or his a, arm. He's a biker who gets stuck in like one of the ravines out in like Red Utah. Rock. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he has to cut off his own arm in to order save himself. to save himself. That is. An Grizzly, intense right? movie. Dude. I never saw that one, dude. When okay, when they get to the nerve, you like you're delightful. You're watching it and you're like, I can't. I I I love my hands. Nope, <laughs> can't do it. No 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 no. I always no. said I'd feel like useless if I ever got into a car accident and lost my legs or something. Like if I became a paraplegic or something. Yeah. I like I can't imagine not walking. Yeah, it's hard. I can only imagine. I, like the people who do that are like courageous. Yeah, in my they eyes. Really like I can't are. imagine. Although I mean, like Lieutenant Dan got those new magic legs at the end. You got new legs. <laughs> but, okay, so uh, we go to Clark's apartment. Seven hours. Yeah. Where Pete, Andy, and Aaron are there. He opens the door with like his oh, God. chest showing in like this silk shirt. Oh my he's God. He's like, "Hello." There's music on. Oh yeah, like the sexy music. Oh. But then he's like, "Oh, the three of them are here." So Aaron and Andy go in, and he's like, "What's going on, Plop?" Yeah. 
And he's just like, well, Andy wanted to do it with Aaron as like a co-anchor, and I'm the makeup guy. My hands are tied. Like, he's totally <laughs> bullshitting. And Clark's just like, fuck. So they're doing the the read, mm-hmm. the, two, the two of them. And it's awful, as you would expect with the two of them. Yeah. And Clark's just like, all right, we're done. He like yeah. wants to finish up as quickly as possible. And Andy... Andy an wants idiot. some close-ups. Andy wants to keep going because he thinks he's going to be a star. And he wants to do some more reads. Aaron's hungry. So he tells Plop to take Aaron out for some burgers or something like that. He's going to keep going. literally acted like a three-year-old. She's like, I'm hungry. She did. So they leave. And Andy's going to have Clark videotape him some more. Uh, we finish up with Dwight and Nellie watching. Oh, actually, there's, there's somebody's talking. I forget who. But we see Plop and Aaron eating together. At oh, the, it's Aaron. Yeah. eating. She's like, to- maybe it might even work out for Andy. Yeah, and they're eating together at a restaurant, like, talking. Yeah. Uh, we see Dwight and Nellie watching movies, calling each other idiots, basically. To, in, yeah. Because they're going to... What was the other movie they want to Planet watch? Planet of the Apes. Yeah, because of James Franco. Yep. And that's the end of the episode. What'd you give it? 2.7. 2.2. Not a fan of this one. And I don't know... The, I know the ending is ambiguous here, but is Pete the real skis that he did the nice guy routine to get the girl? We'll find out. Who's better? Who's we'll a better person? Because they both feel like skeezes right now. Because we'll the way out. he was looking at her, he looked at her with lust in his eyes. Yeah. He did. But, okay, there's a big mark against this one. The reason I put it so low, they wasted Roy's wedding. There's so much ammunition. So much possibility. There really is. And they just... Roy Anderson is one of the best characters that they've <laughs> underutilized in this series. And like I know the reason they did it is because to show that Roy changed. Yeah. And they're still... Jim's still working at the paper company. Him and Pam are together. Like, I, I understand the whole point is, like I said, beating it over the head this year. Mm-hmm. That the two of them are in a rut. That's the whole thing. And that Roy took piano lessons. He still surprises people. Mm-hmm. Well, and, he even in his toast to his new wife, he's like... My mystery girl, always surprising me. Mm-hmm. And like, e- even when he asks Jim, oh, what are you doing? And Jim doesn't even say that he's still doing what like, he's doing. not gravel. I got stuff in the works. That's yep. what he says. So, like, obviously, like, that is the keystone here. Yeah. But they wasted a lot of comedic material there. Yes. Like, there could have been stuff mined there. So the, the fact that the only funny thing about that was that Kenny's quick little interlude, but a fifty thousand dollars sports car. Bob and Phyllis eating face. Yeah. So like that's the major mark is like, it's almost becoming a serious show here. Yeah. Where they're like focusing on the, the marital, ebbs and flows of Jim and Pam, and yep. then like they're trying to inter- integrate the new guys in, mm-hmm. but, like last like last week the main theme was Jim and pa- uh, Jim and Dwight having like existential crises yeah. like we're not young anymore we can't do the things we used to do yeah. or we're stuck here and like doing different things to get out of it yeah. and then this week is or not this week but this episode this episode is Jim, Jim like hiding stuff from Pam and like like they're mar- it's almost becoming like a drama in a way yeah like the funny isn't as funny <laughs> yeah it, and, I don't know it's so just, I know that you're not the biggest Pam fan Right? I'm not, no. Okay, so there is... She has her moments, like when she said, Boo! (laughs) So there is a subsection of Office fans who are not Pam fans. Good people. There is also a lot of memes going around. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's basically like, you can get better. Like, if you leave that toxic relationship, you can do better. You can, like, improve yourself and be better. And then it says, just look at this one. And it's a picture of Roy. <laughs> That's awesome. Or uh, Jim and Kathy. Could yeah. Have, oh, a lot of people, like, they'll post um, a picture of Jim and Pam and, like, paste Kathy's face <laughs> over. And, like, there, I fixed it. It could have been so much better. Yeah. She loved so. that boy. Well, she didn't. No, she, she didn't. The, she wanted the dick. She wanted the rod. That's it. But... But, no, yeah. like, and so uh, it shows, like, just how much you can change when you're given the opportunity to. Yeah. And not even change, but grow. Yeah. And like, I think that that's, a better really, that's really what they're hitting home here is, mm-hmm. like, you can still be you and grow. And not be stagnant. Yes. And I get that, but it's a comedy. Yeah. And they're just weak on the laughs. Yeah. Yeah, like... This one was... There's a lot of missed potential here. And I think the big thing is because when Roy was around, he brought funny. Like, it was funny. Like, he was a good foil. Yeah. And, like, I understand the reason why they did it, but, like, I also feel like they let you down. Yeah. To to name an episode Roy's Wedding, 
and have then, it start at 8 a.m. on a Wednesday. And they never explain why it's 8 a.m. on a Wednesday nope. or anything like that. And, like, he just marries a business owner, like yeah. a, a restaurant owner. And like, Roy's wedding is only, like, five minutes of this. Yeah, it's barely anything. And it's just disappointing. And the sub-storyline was... I would have loved for all of this to have happened at the wedding. Like, the entire episode oh, take place hell yeah. at the wedding. Like they, uh, I mean, even episodes went, like, Diwali. Most of it was there yes. at the celebration. Like, like, it was a setup in the office. Phyllis's wedding. And then, yeah, everything was at the wedding. Yeah. Like, this one was just such a letdown. Yeah. It really it, it was. It had so much more potential. And I don't know if there were certain writers who left in season nine. And maybe that's why it's not as Like, what did... The, the Dwight Nelly thing, too. I it's know. just like... Dwight, Dwight's so much better than that. Yeah. Honestly, that And was... again, that was like a thing where Jim... Where Jim would, like... Use Dwight's pride yeah. against him. It's just the same thing with just a different person. It, I feel like they're not mining new material and they're shitting on good opportunities. And I'm not going to pass judgment on the new guys yet. Yeah. I feel like two episodes is too soon. Oh, God. But yeah. um, probably next week or the week after, I'm probably going to start having things to say. <laughs> we'll <laughs> see. Uh, anything else you want to touch on? No, dude. That's all I got. All right. So, guys, that's it for this week. What do we got next week? Next week we have season nine, episode three, Andy's Ancestry. Sounds awful. And then episode four, Work Bus. Work Bus? Work Bus. We shall see. Oh, no Gabe in this episode too. Sad. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, you can catch us each and every Monday here, wherever you listen to podcasts, or Anchor, Podbean, uh, Google, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, you will Jenny find Position. us. Jenny Position. Jenny Position. Each and every Monday, along with all the other great shows I talked about earlier. Subscribe today. You'll thank me later. And uh, that'll do it for us, so we'll catch you all on down the road. Thanks, guys. Cheese.